Doctor Who Pod Shop. Okay, well, let's do it. No, I <laughs> you know, whatever it is, if it's valuable, send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> For the best in all things Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who Podshock, the podcast all about Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction television program with Louis Trapani. Hello. Ken Deep. Hello. James Norton. Hello. News. Fabulous. Reviews. Oh, no. And fan mail for James. Uh, over 40,000. Doctor Who Podshock from the Gallifrey Embassy and Outpost Gallifrey. You know, that guy James was really cool. Oh, yeah. What blew that? <laughs> I'm the Doctor, and who are you? Who are you? Welcome to this edition of Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock. And this yes, is a very Patty. special edition. Yes, it is. Any edition is a special edition, <laughs> but this edition is even more special because it's, um, well, because I'm here and I'm here with Ken. Hello, Ken. Hello, Mr. Ken Deep. Yes. How are you? I'm doing great. We've, we've got uh, some very exciting news well, many of you may have read online already, but we wanted to get out a, a quick aftershock for those who may have missed it or wanted to get our uh, our quick take on it. Uh, the news breaking this morning from the BBC, making it official that uh, Stephen Moffat is now the new man in charge of Doctor Who, or will be, actually, very soon. Really? I haven't heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, Stephen Moffat's going to take over as the lead writer and executive producer of Doctor Who after the uh, 2009, uh, yes. uh, four, in, the four specials for 2009. In, in 2010, he'll take the helm, uh, fill in the shoes of Russell T. Davies, as you said, as executive producer and lead writer for the series. Uh, just last week, he was awarded a BAFTA for, for the episode Blink from last year, and the previous year, the girl in the fireplace um, gave him a Hugo Award, so... I mean, every most Doctor Who fans are pretty familiar with his work on the on the current series. Mm-hmm. He did Time Crash um, with Peter Davison and David Tennant, and um, he's been uh, a really wonderful writer for the new show. He has a a, a, a great sense of style. Um, I think he's going to keep the watermark high that Russell has set. But bring his own thing to it, perhaps a little bit of a darker touch, which would be great, uh, and as many of his stories have a, a bit of a darker side to it. He's a great writer. Uh, he's worked well within the production team. You know, people who are following the show, they all know who he is. And, and this is something that's it's, it's kind of been um, uh, sort of a, an open secret over the last couple months uh, that, uh, that he was the guy being touted. Uh, as being Russell's uh, successor. Uh, Lewis and I have known about this going all the way back to the start of the year, and I'm pretty yeah. sure we well, mentioned it on a few pod shocks here and there. That Yeah, actually, uh, it goes back to last um, series as well. I mean, if, if, I mean, it really kind of stems back back to that point. You know, yeah. There was that one, that one confidential, which really was um, all about Stephen Moffat, and it just seemed pretty evident mm-hmm. then that it was sort of you know, introducing the fans to uh, to the wonderful world of Stephen Moffat. Well, Russell kind of let the cat out of the bag on the podcast slash commentaries uh, this past week for the Unicorn and the Wasp. Uh, what he said, oh, I'm sorry, not I'm sorry, it was it was for the um, Doctor's daughter where he said, oh, and um, Stephen insisted that that uh, Jenny come back. 
And yeah, it was I, like, I well, why, why, why would Russell want to know what, what, you know, why would, and, and no disrespect to either one of them, but what does Russell have to ask Steven if Jenny should come back or not? It wasn't even his story. Well, what that, again, what that, what was, uh, he was alluding to was that, well, you know, he doesn't want to tie the hands of the next producer. So, or I should say executive producer. So there, there was a, a kind of a hint there and, um, and this is good stuff. One of um, one of Stephen Moffat's closest friends is Paul Cornell, uh, who's also a great writer for the show. So, um, you know, keeping our fingers crossed that we'll see another Paul story. And I'm sure Russell, um, you know, hasn't left the the series entirely. The the couple of questions that are really have arisen with this, and and I mentioned this on on um, a podcast a few months ago when the w- rumors started to circulate that uh, Stephen might take over. Um, the executive producer and lead writer position, and as I said, he's over the over the last couple seasons, he's been writing a few stories here and there, and you know really been hitting some home runs. Now he's going to be the weight of the entire show is going to be on his shoulder, and so it's his his creativity is going to be stretched out a little bit further. He's going to have to put many different stories because if you look at Russell T Davies, Russell writes multiple stories throughout the entire season and then threads it all together and brushes up scripts or polishes up scripts, things like that. So this is not, this isn't going to be just one or two stories. He's taking on the, the whole kitten caboodle here. So um, this is going to be an enormous challenge. And those who um, I, pretty much universally, there's been, uh, uh, this news has been re- received very well on the message boards and and some of the places that I've been reading. And, and why wouldn't it be? Uh, Stephen Moffat's a, an excellent writer. What I'm what I'm a little concerned with though is how fast everybody seems anxious to push Russell out the door. Uh, a few years ago, when he relaunched Doctor Who, he walked on water, and all of a sudden everybody's into this whole oh well. Um, yeah, it's time for Russell to go. Uh, for the record, it was not me. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know what anybody was thinking. I don't know who would say such a thing. And you know what? Even if you you said, oh, well, I didn't like this story or, or, or I like this thing better or this season better or whatever. You know what? We've got Doctor Who on the air. And let's count it as a blessing. Let's let them do their thing. And we have somebody new coming in. It's going to be fresh. It'll be a little bit different, but the, the quality is going to be the same. In I've been famous for saying in Russell we trust, and as of today we've coined in uh, in Stephen Moffat we trust. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we haven't seen the last of Russell T Davies either. I mean, barring other projects that he may be involved with that might be taking time away from um you know doctor who maybe he'll still stay on as a um, you know just just as Stephen moffat did with um before taking this role he was submitting stories uh that we may have uh, russell t davies oh. uh just developing stories for doctor who that will be in the future episodes under the uh, the guiding light of Stephen moffat now exactly and you know russell you know if russell's sitting at home and says you know what would be a, a great story for doctor who uh and he picks up the phone you think that you know you oh, hey steven i have this idea i'm sorry russell um, i really can't help you of course he's gonna of course he's gonna accept it so this is great it, it's excellent news but i but but keep it in perspective because i i don't want anybody to think that that any that we at doctor who Podchuck 
are um, are happy to see Russell go. That is that is definitely not the case. Um, Russell T. Davies uh, brought Doctor Who back. He used his status in television. Uh, but when the BBC wanted to lure him to come to the Beeb, he said, I want to do Doctor Who. I want to bring it back. He brought back a British institution. He brought it back as a home run, the, one of the flagship shows on the Beeb. And now it's come to the States and it's gone to Australia and Canada and around the world. And people love it. And Doctor Who is back. And anybody who would knock him or put him down, you know, it's one thing to criticize. It's one thing to say, I didn't like this story or I could, you know, I wish they would have done this or brought this person back. Constructive criticism is fine. You'll never hear me say that. But people who started bashing him again, I mean, did we not learn from John Nathan Turner that that's what got the show crushed in the late 80s? And uh, Lewis and I were talking just recently about uh, I was reading an uh, an issue, a back issue of Doctor Who magazine going back to – it was dated April of 1988 in which they did an editorial. And the entire editorial was about fandom and a, a very, very minute but very vocal group of Doctor Who fans that were calling for – John Nathan Turner's head and all this kind of stuff and 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 how they weren't happy and rah 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 sis boom ba just as real negativity and I'm and I'm fearful that 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 this very small percentage but very vocal percentage of Doctor Who fans are doing the exact same thing they didn't learn their lesson or perhaps they just weren't even uh, around at that time this. 99.9% of Doctor Who fans are like Lewis and I and James and, and everybody out there, the, the, the Podshock community. We're all just glad Doctor Who's back. We're all uh, excited and we, we like an episode. We don't like an episode. But there is a very small percentage. And and please, if you're at a convention or you, someone comes up and they're, they're saying things like that, they're posting it on a message board, call them out on it. Say, what? You don't you – don't, you're not happy with Doctor Who? If you're not happy with Doctor Who, just turn the channel off. Don't start bashing it. We don't need that. Well, I think the viewing versus- numbers are going to prove, you know, th- that's going to be the real judgment there. I mean, I think Doctor Who is very strong right now, and it's going to continue to be strong, you know, regardless of the minority of, of some voices out there that are not happy with it. But Doctor Who's always been changing and, and throughout the years, so it's, it's never going to be the same show as it was. And that's the nature of, of the show, and that's what— That's the brilliance of the show. Yeah. The brilliance of the show is change. So Stephen's going to come in and he's going to change it and it will have his flavor and his style for a while. And then I'm sure um, we'll see David Tennant You know, will probably move on. Stephen perhaps has somebody he wants to cast as the doctor. I mean those are you know kind of a given. Maybe David will stay on uh, long enough to make the transition. There, there's still some question marks out there about that. Um, as long as they're the, not on the collars. What's that? <laughs> you said there's still some question marks about it. As oh, long yeah. as they're not on the collars. Um, so, th- so there's still the f- the future's positive, and we're going to go through a change. And you know what? I-, I was being kind of jaded about this, but is the clock running now on the Stephen Moffat era? Because what what we're going to do is we're going to turn back and look at this episode four years from now when everybody's like, Stephen Moffat must go. I'm tired of him doing this. I'm tired of him doing that. Uh, don't focus has, on the you negativity. know what? He ha- I feel confident in him. I know Lewis does as well. 
this is great stuff. Well, Just, it's been his secret plan all the way. All the way. I mean, there's, there, I love the quote that he says uh, with the press release concerning this uh, news is that he says, um, "My entire career has been a secret plan to get this job. I applied for it. Bef- I applied before, but I got knocked. I got knocked back because the BBC wanted someone else. Also, I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great story." And um, even into his into his adult life, I mean, he was the curse of the fatal death. He had a chance to write, and and you know, he's um, he's a, he's a, he's a pro, and I, and I feel that Doctor Who's in great hands, and and we send him our our best wishes and our and uh, you know thumbs up. So we're, this is exciting. But you know what? We still have the rest of this series to go. We still have all the specials over the two thousand nine. So what this says to me is. Doctor Who is alive and well all the way into 2010. So, and beyond. And beyond. Yes. So, that's great news. So, I mean, Doctor Who has a definite future, and that's all that we wanted, you know. And, you know, it's we've had producers, you know, come and go before, and each time, like I said, it, 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 it puts new life in the series. Not, not, not to say that, that things are bad now. I think right now we're in the middle of, of what, you know, is being termed a series four and it's uh, been a very um, enjoyable season so far. So, you know, I, I think the show is in good shape right now and, and um, the future is bright as well. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to read you two paragraphs from that editorial. Can I indulge, can will you indulge me with that for a second? Sure. Going, going back to Dr. Who magazine. Uh, I'm sorry. It was March, 1988 issue 134. It's a red cover with Peter Davison. On the cover, and um, this is this is the, the commentary on what price fame. A growing and disturbing trend is coming to the fore among the harder core of Doctor Who fandom, and it's a trend that recently has been picked up in, by both television and press. These fans, as they may be so termed, are being whipped into a frenzy over the self-righteous fury about the current state of the program and as its self-appointed saviors of the series have started taking action to win publicity for their cause. The basic center of disagreement concerns the longevity of John Nathan Turner as producer and his artistic direction of the show. Doctor Who is a program that has been many different styles over 24 years, and as the producer um, has presided over, John, John Nathan Turner has presided over many of them. Many of these extreme fans dislike the current style so much that they have started trying to attract the interest of national newspapers and television in a campaign to embarrass or force the BBC to sack him. Uh, I mean, this is this is crazy. And this is the same. There's, a, again, a small, small. And I'm calling them out on this. I did the same thing. I came yeah, to. Ken, you don't have to worry about them. I mean, they're, they're, these are just small. They're not. I mean, this is the what? flagship no. show of the series. They're not going to this. They really have no weight. You're, you're right. And you know what? I You're right. Because the same thing happened a, a couple years ago. Remember, was it last year? About a year and a half ago when they announced that. Paul Cornell's story, his it novel was, was going to be made two into two people, and we've given it far more weight than it deserves. You got it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be a killjoy. Yeah, I, but... I love when you keep me in check. But <laughs> it's been a while since I ranted. You, you just love to rant. <laughs> I do. All right. Well, this is going to wrap up things for this Doctor Who aftershock. We'll be back with more Doctor Who pod shocks and stay tuned for more. We've got more exciting stuff coming along down the pipes, in the pipes. That's, in. That's right. And you can always uh, send your feedback, by the way, to feedback at podshock.net. Absolutely. Well, 
Until then, and even after then, cheers. <laughs>